0: Shalom to all. Today's office Baba Kappadav Zayin, and we are starting with Vav Omre about seven lines up from the bottom with the words of B'kiva Omer. And today's office sponsor L'ilu Nishmas, Marshmameim Sarabas, Rabbi Ma'isha, Her Nishshama should have an Olia, and, and L'ilu Nishmas Rabbi Yisseyan Tev. But Rabbi Usher his neshama should have an aliyah. Rabbi said, right now, Am Yisrael needs a huge Yeshua. There's so many people being moister nefesh for us, begufam banafsham Literally, so it's our responsibility to do everything we can to increase in our learning and davening, beshusam that they should be healthy and safe and come back safely. And through that, we should be zaychah to the gul shlem vamitis b'mheirvi amenu. Now we began a discussion of metav when the mazik pays the nizik in land. Does he pay based off of the best of the nizik or the best of his own? The mazik. Rabbi Shmuel holds b'de nizik shaminon and Rabbi Kiva holds b'de mazik sheminon. We had said that although Rabbi Kiva has a pasuk supporting him. Rabbi Shmuel explains Rabbi Kiva's Pasek to mean that the payment will be based off the mazik if the ziburis of the mazik is less valuable than the idis of the nizik. In such a scenario, the mazik pays with his own idis, even though it's far better than the nizik's idis. I just to clarify three terms over here, idis means the most superior property, Benus means average, and ziburis is the most inferior. And perhaps an easy way to remember this is that ziburis, because of the last letter of the alphabet, Indicating that this is property is last on the list. Now we begin the gemara by quoting a section of the bray that we quoted previously. Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Kiva said the pasuk only telling us that Nizakin damages are collected from Idis, meaning from the Idis of the mazik. The kavachar hektish and it's a kavachar This applies by hektish. Now the gemara asks, my kavachar hektish. What does that mean? Kavachar hektish. if we want to say the we're talking about we our shar Gordashar of hektish, meaning the shar of a hadyut of just a regular person Gordashar, belonging to hektish. Well, it can't be that the payment has to be made from meitav because. Shari Ayyom the Torah says when your shar damages your friend's shar, and we learn from here, not a Shar of Hektish. Meaning, if a person's shar damages Hektish's shar, he does not have to pay. Al rather, you want to say Lo it's referring to a person who says, haray I the I take upon myself to give a money to to the fund of the base Asi Gizbar of Shakum to the Gizbar, e the, the treasurer, the Gabi of Hektish, would come and take from that person's idis. That can't be because Loy Hektash shouldn't be any different than just a regular Balkh that's owed money. and a regular Balkhiv only collects. And not from Ides. If you want to suggest, however, holds Kol Bal Chayv Nami Be Edes any Bal Chayv gets collected from Edes, I'll be able to ask Mal Bal Chayv Shekin Yafakach B'Nizakin. A Bal Chayv is different than Hekdish, even if you want to consider Hekdish Bal Chayv, because regular Bal Chayv collects by Nizakin. Meaning, if this person was damaged, so he gets to be paid. By Hekdish, I can say the same din applies. By Hekdish, Shehura Kachach B'Nizakin. It has lesser of a Kachach when Hekdish is damaged; it does not get paid. So, my answer is you're right. Don't tear the Hekdish. We go back to our first answer, referring to our person's char gourd Hekdish. Shar, but the Kakashalacha, and that which you ask, Shar, Eyomar, Shashal Hektish, that Tar says it's only when your Shar damages your friend's Shar and not the Shar of Hektish, or a Bekiva, or a holds a like Kirshimimanassia, the time you a Brass of so Shimanassia, or a Shimanassia says, Shashal Hektish, and a Kirshal if Hektish's Shar gorged somebody else's Shar, Potter, Hektish's Potter from paying, whereas Sharshall Hedith Shoshall Hektish, if a shar of regular person, Gord Hektish Shar, sure, Bain Tam muad, it doesn't make a difference if that shar sure was a Tam Rumod, Mishlam Nezik Shalim, that Hedid has to pay full fledged damages. And that's what we mean by Kabakharmila Hektish, that for sure when Hektish's Shar sure is damaged, the person shar sure who did the damaging, the owner of that shar sure would have to pay May Idis from the best. Ask more if that's what Rabakiva holds, ehachi. If so, Rabishmal for Rebekiva, in our discussion of Rabbi Shmal and Rubikiva's opinions, we might have Ithis dinizik Nizak of Ziburus to Mazak Pleaghi, who says they're arguing in the particular case, like we explained previously, that the ides of the nizik is the same quality as the burrs of the mazik, and their whole is: Do we pay based off of the ides of the nizik or the ziburs of the mazik? Don't mutukuliyam of nizik shem Maybe according to everybody, we always evaluate based off of the nizik. Maybe the whole machlokes, Rabbi Shmuel or Rabbi Kiva, is: Do we pass like Rabbi Shimon like the Rabbanon? Rabbi Kiva suffers Rabbi Shimon ben Rabbi Kiva says we go like Rabbi Shimon ben Asir. Rabbi Shmuel holds like the Rabbanon. Someone says no. Im can if that's really so. My Loiba ba akasav. Why did Rabbi Kiva word his response, to Rabbi Shmuel, by saying Loiba ba akasav? The pasuk's only. Te- Teaching us the following that implies Rabbi Kiva arguing with Rabbi Shmuel that no Rabbi Shmuel, you're wrong. The pasuk really teaching us this. And furthermore, my kavul chamer lahektesh. If the homa is only in regards to hektesh, so why does Rabbi Kiva say kavul chamer lahektesh? The whole discussion is hektesh. And furthermore, Rav Ashi Rav said tanya behehti that we have a brisa befeiros. The pasuk says metav sdei umetav karmi shalem metav sdei ushenizek umetav karmi shalnizek to Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel in ravashi's Ashi's brisa says befeiros that we go based off of the metav of the nizek. And Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Kiva says metav sdei ushal mazik umetav karmi mazik. The Rebbe Kiva says, beferosh we go based off of the meitav of the mazek. So we see that we have a brisa beferosh that shows this is where Rebbe and Rebbe Kiva are arguing about, and they're not only arguing in Hektesh, Hektesh happens to be a side point the Rebbe Kiva brings up in his sheeta, but their main machlokes is meitav of nizok or meitav of mazek. I continuing to discuss this. Rambala Abayi the Rav, Abayi asks Rav the following question: Because if it says in the pasuk meitav day or meitav karmi Shalim, he has to pay the best of his field or the best of his vineyard. Now what do we learn from here? Meitav in mediachrin aloy that he's only allowed to pay from the very best. He's not allowed to pay with anything else. But how could that be? You have a that says he shall return. This specifically said in regards to the damage of Bar, as the Pasuk says, Bal Habar Yashalim. Kesef l'ba'alav, he shall return Kesef to its master. And what do we learn from here? This includes something that has the value of money, even if referring to brand. Meaning, we see that when a person owes for Nezek that his thing caused, he's allowed to pay something that has the value of money, even if it's something as cheap as brand. So he doesn't have to pay for Metav. So I answers like Hasha. it's not a problem. One's talking about if he's paying willingly, one's talking about paying against his will. When the Mazik pays willingly, and he doesn't have to be schlepped to Bezin to force him to pay, so then he could pay from anything, even something that has the value of money, even something like brand. But if he has to be Forced to pay and he's being schlepped to Bezdin and everything like that, so then he has to pay me Meitav. Now, Amr Ulabrejavi Lai, Deikanami, it's been doing like that as well. The because the Pasuk says, Yeshalim. What do we learn from this word Yeshalim? Balkar that means against his will. However, Amr Abayabai asked him, Does it say the word Yeshulam? Yeshulam means shall be paid. Mashma, he was forced to pay. Yeshulam, it says he shall pay. Midaitem Mashma, that implies he's paying based off his own accord, not that he's being forced. El Amr says differently. it's like what Meir said, and who's Meir? That's Rabba over here. The Tanyabai Abrai b'risa, and this has to do with tzedakah, we know from Mishnaya some Brises that if a person has 200 zuz to his name, he's not considered an ani and therefore is not allowed to take tzedakah or meister ani or anything else ani-related. And the Bryce tells us, a person has houses, fields, and vineyards and they're worth 200 zuz, however, he's not able to sell them. We're allowed to feed him meister ani up until half of their value, which means he's not able to sell them for regular market value. He would have to sell them for under their market value. Now, the most he would ever have to drop is half their value. So if he has properties worth 200, the minimum he would ever have to sell them for is 100. So we're going to give him Meister ani up until half their value, meaning we would make up that other half of 100 with Meister ani. Now, if Habibah asked on this, hey, what's the case? If everyone's property is depreciated in value and his properties also depreciated, we should even be able to give him way more than 100. Because everyone else's properties also went down in value, and that would technically make him considered a full-fledged honey. So we should be allowed to give him more than a hundred. Al rather, you want to say the Iker said the everyone else's properties went up, meaning everyone's properties are regular value. But in regards to his properties, I the Isle of Nothing azuze. since he's running around looking for money, meaning he's trying to sell it. You know, when a person's trying to sell their property, often they'll devalue it because they really need the money. So Zol now his land is depreciated because of that. That's why we're gonna to try to make up for his loss. The high that he has to sell his property for less than its current value. Well, that's the situation Zino and based on top. We shouldn't even give him less than that, because according to the real market value, his properties are worth two hundred, and that means he's not considered an honey So, why are we doing this favor for him, trying to make up for the amount that he's losing because he's selling properties for less than their value? Why doesn't he just sell them for regular value? Rabbi said on that, what's this referring to? The during Nisan, meaning springtime, that's when the price of property goes up. That's because it's plowing and planting season, and people want to buy property then. But in the fall, Tishrei time, that's when property goes down because people aren't going to be able to use it for another six months. Most people wait till Nissan. But hi, this fellow, since he needs money right now, so he sells based off the lower price of now. So Ad Palga, up until half of its regular market value or it's normal for him to depreciate the property. But more than a half, it's not normal for him to depreciate in order to sell it. And therefore, he's considered an Oni to some extent. And that's what we're going to make up some of the lost. Same thing applies by Nizaken. Meaning we're finally bringing it back to our seeming Stira. Does the person have to pay or is he even allowed to pay with? Subin. And here's how we understand it. Dine be idis. Really, the din is that the mazik has to pay from idis. However, if the nizik tells the mazik, give me a little bit more bane Meaning, I don't want idis property. I'd rather a little bit more bane the property. If you're going to take like your regular din of idis, take based off of the price right now, which is the lower price, meaning you get more property. But if not, meaning if you don't want idis, you want bane in Take based off of the more expensive price, which is later on in the days of Nissan. And I'm more than happy to give you bane but I'm going to give you much less bainus because the price then is already more expensive. However, Maschveler Rav Akiva Rav asked the following question: In kind, if that's really so, meaning the tell the nizik if you want to collect other than Idis, you have to take based off a lower price. So in Shel Bainus you've now lowered the koyach of a person who's damaged when it comes to bainus in ziburis. The Torah says Metav, that the person who's damaged gets to collect from Meitav. But you're saying bainus ziburis that when it comes to bainus and ziburis that this din doesn't apply. Meaning it's mashma the only way we apply this din of Meitav. As if he's actually collecting from Idis, but if he decides to collect from Bainus and Ziburus, he doesn't get Meitav of Bainus and Ziburus. He would have to take a lower price. How does that make sense? The Tyrus says that a Inizik gets Meitav. Salam Rabachariaka Rachariaka says, If you want to compare the case of Nizakin to a different case, compared to the case of Balchayv. What does that mean? Balchav, Dina Bainus. <laughs> a regular Balchayv, he collects from Bainus, meaning if Ruven owes Shimon money, so then Shimon would collect from his average property. Now, if Yamalay, Havli Ziburus, if Shimon tells Ruven, give me a little bit more Ziburis, relay, so Ruven can tell him, I if you want to take like your regular din of bayonets, so you take based off of the price right now which is lower and that means you get more but if not so you take based off of the more expensive price later on and that's what Rabba's case is really referring to but now ask the following question you're going to be closing the door in front of people that want to borrow money Dumbly because now the lender is going to tell the borrower if I had money right now I would buy based off of the lower price right now whichever property I wanted to zuzi but now that my money's by you, because I lent it to you, I have to now buy based off the expensive cost of later on. Now, even though the lender's not buying property, he's just getting property for the loan that he's owed. It's like he's buying that property. And lenders are going to say, that's not fair. If we had cash flow with us because we didn't lend it out, we'd be able to buy whatever property we want at the price that we want to buy it when we want to buy it. But now that we lend that money, we get the lower end of the deal. And we have to buy a property that we don't want at a more expensive price. We're just not going to lend money anymore. So that's not a fair application of Raba. Al-Ambar says, if if you want to compare Rabba's distinction to something, Luxubas Isha with Aminon, we compare it to of a woman. To Hoksuba's Isha Dinab Ziburas, we know that a woman collects a Ksuba, she collects from Ziburas. Vy Amrela ihi, but if she tells him, Havli bainanas bots your purta, give me a little bit less Bainaness. Amrlah he can tell her, Ishaklas Kiddinok shakeshta. If you're gonna take based off of your din, meaning you deserve Zeburas, you're gonna take Ziburas, so take based off of the lower price of now. Vila, but if you're not gonna take Zeburas, shakala Kukur del Kameh, take based off the more expensive price of later on. I think Kmar doesn't seem to have a problem with this. Either which way we go back to the seeming contradiction between these two Two different members. How does a it get paid? Does it get paid to metav, or could it even be paid from subin? And that's what the gemara says. We call Malcolm Kasha. Either way, it's a question. Meaning, a question stands because we don't have an answer to it. So, explains. No problem. Called Anything that he's giving him, he has to give him the very best. And therefore, even if he's giving him subin, that's not a problem. He just has to give him the very best subin. Ask the Gemara. How can you say that? It says he has to give him from the best of his field, not from the best of his subin, or from the best of his other things that he's giving him. So, my answer is El Papin or Vunar Sua came from the basement of Rav, Pershua, they explained it and they said, Call me Li Meitav who anything that's being given as payment is considered Meitav. is is If it can't be sold over here, it could be sold in a different place. Le Barme Aro, except for land, the lace of lame metav, he has to give him from the very best land, so people will jump and buy it. In other words, if the going to be paying with some sort of metal in some movable object, even though it might not be considered Metav in the current place where it is, the Niza could take it to a different place and sell it for top price. But land can't be moved from one place to another. So that's why when the Mazik pays with land, he has to pay with the Idis, the of the very best, because it only has one place that could be sold, and he has to ensure that the Nizik's going to be able to sell it for fair value. When they evaluate a property to be paid, do they evaluate based off of the Mazik? Do they evaluate based off of the general cost of properties in the world? According to Bishmal, there's not even a question. He says we evaluate based off of the Nizik's properties. So obviously we are going to evaluate based off the nizik. The whole question is, based off Rabbi Kiva's opinion, he says we evaluate based off the mazik's properties. And my, how do we look at it? When the Torah says the best of his field, does that mean that we're excluding the Metav of the nizik's properties? And we evaluate based off of the best of the entire world, meaning generally in the world, what is best considered? Maybe we're also excluding the best of the world, meaning we're excluding everyone else's property and we're focusing only on what the mazik has and we look at his best. So Amr told him, the Torah says the best of his property, and you're saying that we should value it based off of the best of the world? How does that make sense? It says his property, meaning the Mazeks, not the general cost of Mehtav in the world. Now I'm going to stop here for the day with just a little taste of the sugya and continue on getting deeper into the sugya with a question on this response of Rabbi Haba. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.